Welcome to the Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast, starring Q the Boss. Yo, 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 yo. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so excited. Every time I do this podcast, I get very excited. And the reason why I get excited is because I get to talk to my people. Every time I come on this podcast, I get excited because I get to talk to my people. Today is tomorrow. Tomorrow, again, tomorrow is not promised. So that means every day you should never take life for granted. Too many people take life for granted. You know, and it could be seen in many different facets. Let's run the likes up, guys, and get more people on this live because we want to talk about this today. Tomorrow is not promised. You know, we wait and we drag our feet, overly and overanalyzing on what we should do today. You know, sometimes I sit back and I listen to people tell me that what they're going to be, right? And here's, here's the issue. If you keep saying, tomorrow, I'm going to get this done tomorrow, when do you ever get it done? See, we have to understand, and this is the reality of everything, you are the captain of your own ship. You know, stop waiting for someone to make something happen for your life when you can make it happen for yourself. Let me say this again. You are the captain of your own ship. Stop saying what you're going to do tomorrow, ultimately putting it off for tomorrow, never getting to tomorrow because you never had plans on doing it. Most people say tomorrow because they don't have plans on ever doing it. So they ultimately keep saying tomorrow. You understand? So when you realize that tomorrow is never promised, you start making the decisions today that you need to do today. Because again, the worst thing in life is to live with something called regret. Tons of people wake up every day and they regret the decisions they've made. You cannot say tomorrow anymore. Stop saying I'm going to and start saying now. Let's just get it done. See, knowing that tomorrow is promised, I don't take life for granted anymore. And the reason why I don't take life for granted is because I'm blessed and I'm grateful. Every day people say, Q, I notice no matter your circumstance, you try to be happy. You see, when you understand that word happy, right, you start learning something about the word happy. And this word happy that people don't talk about enough, right? The word happy. And I want you to hear this really, really well. The word happy... It's a choice. You got to wake up every day and choose to be happy. No matter what your circumstances may be today, it doesn't have to stay and remain like that. Every day I wake up and I tell myself, I know that something is going to happen eventually. But again, I am not going to allow it to control my mind. Too many people give too much energy to the negatives in their life. And when you keep giving negative to, to, I mean, energy to the negativity, you can't see the positivity. If you keep observing and always watching the negatives, you'll never see the positives. Look at some negatives that people, I mean, positives that people overlook. I know people right now who can't even call their parents, right? They wish they can just call their parent. They don't have the ability to call their parents no more. I know people who have children who are born with 10 fingers and 10 toes, right? And these parents, don't even see that as a blessing. When you have so many children born on a spectrum of autism, 
uh, uh, mental disabilities, a lot of different scenarios, and yet and still the parent that has a sane child, 100% okay, and not, don't see that as a blessing. See, when I wake up every day, I, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed and I'm grateful. You know, one thing I see that God has given me today is something called the breath of life. The breath of life. Someone didn't wake up this morning and get the breath of life. So every time I get it, I, I don't take it for granted. You know, I don't take it for granted. If you agree and you're happy with where you are today, you ultimately want more people to be happy. Happy people love seeing people happy. I do things to make others happier because I'm happy. For the first time in my life, I can actually look in the mirror and say I'm loving who I'm seeing. Some people look in the mirror and they're not happy with who they see. So they're tomorrows, right? So, you know, some people look in this mirror every day and they don't like who they see. See, we always talk about what's ugly. There are people in life that I may not be attracted to. But to me, the word ugly is a characteristical trait. I may not be attracted to a person, but that don't mean the person is ugly. Ugly is your behavior. Ugly is the way you carry yourself. Ugly is the way you treat people. To me, that's ugly. I define ugly based on the way you are. I've met some of the most physically attractive people in my life, but yet and still the most ugliest people that I've ever met in my life because the way they treat people, it doesn't make any sense. Looks shouldn't be a determining factor on how I treat or don't treat somebody. Being attractive is a plus for you, but I don't treat you better because you're more attractive. I look at a person's overall character. So again, some of the most attractive people I've ever met in my life are very ugly because the way they conduct, carry, and the way they talk about people. I'm not into sitting down, having a miserable, miserable conversation about others to make myself feel better about myself. Let me say that one more time. I'm not into sitting around talking about others so I can make myself feel better about myself. That is an extreme level of something called insecurity. You know, that's insecure. Too many people are deflecting their insecurities on other people. They're very insecure. Notice, when you say things about people who's done nothing to you, it says more about you than it says about them. This person has never done anything to you, but you still feel compelled. And the word is compelled. Let me say this one more time. You can sit there and find fault and flaw in someone who has never said or done anything to you. Right? Never done anything to you. Why? Because you don't like the shoes they're wearing. Because you don't like the way they dress. Because you don't like the way they look. Because the only reason why you say that is because you're basing how you feel that person should look to your feelings, and to your, your way of life. I'm going to tell you something. I would never sit around talking about somebody that has never done anything to me ever in life. Nor do I spend my energy talking about people, period. Let's run these likes up. Yo, today we going in. We're going to have this conversation. Tomorrow is not promise. So let's, let's look at the people that we've wronged, right? And let's wrong our rights. I mean, let's right our wrongs, rather. Right? Let's, let's look at the people that we've done poor uh, things to and say, you know what, I'm sorry. Because there's no guarantee that tomorrow you're going to wake up. Right? By knowing that tomorrow you may not wake up, you have to be more conscious of understanding, like, wait, let me fix, while I'm still here, the things that I'm able to fix. Let me tell the people I love them while I'm still here. 
The other day I caught my mother and went to dinner with her and just gave her her flowers just to tell her, I want to thank you. And I'm going to tell you why I want to thank my mother. Before I, before I say this, I want to say something. When I was younger, my mother asked me to move to a new town. She moved. I didn't want to move. You know, I was so caught up in living in the hood, right? My mother begged me to move with her. I said, nah, 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 I'm going to stay over here. Ultimately, I ended up getting arrested. And when I got arrested, I got arrested for gang assault, right? Meaning I got charged with a fight and they gave me gang assault because it was a lot of people, right? So long story short, I had no choice. My mother bailed me out. I went to her house. And when I was staying at her house, I started working at a new barbershop in the town that she was living in. I didn't want to be there, but I had no choice because of the fact that I was on bail. While I stayed there, I started realizing and hearing different conversations. And the conversations ultimately led to me thinking a lot better. I started realizing that what changed me was the fact that I was around new energy. Sometimes we keep getting the same results is because we stay around the same energy, right? So if you want uh, uh, um, better results, you better be more conscious to the energy. Let me say this one more time. And I want to let y'all hear this good. Life is 100% about energy. And what you give your energy to is the true reflection of who you are. You get the energy that you put out to the universe. Negative people tend to get more negativity. Positive people tend to get more positivity. Why? Because you are what you give your energy. Secondly, there are positive people who get negative things. Why? Because there are positive people who stay around negative people. That's why they're reaping positive, I mean negative energy. Because they stay around negative people. You can't be a positive person hanging out with negative people. That's like you hanging out with a gang member and you're a church member and you're hanging out with a gang member and you wonder why you got shot. It don't make sense. Let me say that one more time. If you are a certain way, you have to be around people who behave, who think, and conduct themselves a certain way because here's the problem. If you stay around people who don't think the certain way you think, you're more prone to the violence that they are indulging in. You cannot be a guy that's not in a gang hanging out with guys that's in a gang. You cannot be a guy that's positive hanging out with negative people. Why? Because you ultimately are a reflection of the people you're around. They say, show me your friends and I tell you who you are. And I believe that from a totality. There are exceptions to every rule. See, the problem with a lot of people is, from a totality standpoint, Right? Chris, that's the truth. But most people will say, wait, she hang out with her, but she not like that. Yeah, she's the exception. Most people will say something like, wait, just because I hang out with um, her and she's like that don't mean I'm like that, which is true, but that's the exception to the rule. But the world will always receive you and think of you of who you're around because most people hang out what makes them comfortable. People stay around people that make them comfortable. And the whole concept of life is being uncomfortable so you can start being comfortable with uncomfortableness. The more you hang out with uncomfortable things, they make it more, you'll become more comfortable. Most people aren't successful. Why? Because most cases, anytime you talk about success in a room full of people who are unsuccessful, they always think you're bragging. Let me say that one more time. 
There are so many people that will take you for talking about doing something positive with your life, right? They will automatically assume that you're bragging because you're talking about your life. So there are tons of people who will never be, they will never, ever, ever become prosperous. They will never become uh, uh, to the magnitude of successful because they don't understand or don't want to entertain those conversations. Those conversations make them very uncomfortable. So you know what they do? They put up their guards and they block out the words. They don't want to hear it. They'll say stuff like, oh, he's saying that because he's bragging. Oh, she's bragging about that because she thinks she's all of that. I don't think that person think they all of that. I think it may be a chapter that you just walked in on their life called winning, right? And the sad part about walking in on that chapter, you tend to not see where they've been. So when you don't know the person's whole story, you judge it based on the chapter that you walked in on, right? So when you walk in on this chapter called their winning chapter, you want to say that this person's been winning forever, not realizing this person has been struggling for 166 chapters. Now on the sixth, the 167 chapter, now they starting to meet something called success. Now you want to, oh my God, they're doing so well. But 166 chapters of struggle. 28 years out of a 30, hold on, let's say, let's say the person 35. 35 years old, 35 years, let's just say this person is 35 years old, 34 years of struggling, you meet the person on the 34th year and his tables turn, right? Now you're going to say this person, oh, they've been doing, they've been doing good. No, that's 34 years of struggling and waiting your turn. That's 34 years of believing that what you were doing was eventually going to pan out. That's 34 years of sacrificing. That's 34 years of committing yourself to your idea, your dreams, your goals, and your aspirations. I'm going to tell you something. This is the honest truth. Nothing plus nothing will always equal nothing, and there are tons of people who are trying to change that mathematical equation. They're trying to change that equation. Nothing plus nothing will always equal nothing, but yet and still they want to change the mathematical equation. I'm going to go on record and say this, and I want you to make sure you get this good. Most people went to school, right? High school. They've learned something, and what they've learned in life is called subtraction. They never learn how to multiply their friends, which bring value. They never learn how to add their money up to become more. They never learn how to times the things that matter. But they ultimately learn how to subtract anything of value. We burn every bridge we get. We don't divide anything. We don't multiply anything. We don't times anything. We don't add anything. All we do is subtract. That's all we do. We subtract our finances. We subtract our relationships. We subtract everything. And you wonder why your life is where it is today. Why is your life the way it is today? Why? Because of your decisions. When you look at a person today, they are the, the sole decision of all of their choices every day. They're 100%. You watch a person, right? And you see a person's life. They're who they decided to be. Everything in life is a choice, right? We only give in today and never promise tomorrow. So sure, you tell, make sure you tell people who are special in your life that you love them. 
Meaning, we're not given tomorrow. We're not promised tomorrow. So let's make today count. You understand? We're not promised tomorrow. So let's make today count. Why do we keep holding on to things that don't matter? I understand your dad was a loser. He didn't help you out. He didn't do nothing for you. But why are you mad at a loser for being a loser? Why would I be mad if my dad never helped me, right? And he was a loser. But I'm expecting a loser to do something that a winner would do. Why am I expecting that? If my mother was lazy, she didn't do anything with her life. And I'm mad at my mom for being who she is. I'm going to tell you something about life. Fear the people that, that keep being chameleons and keep changing. Always respect the people that's consistently who they are. Because you learn how to play them and how to deal with them. I will respect somebody for be, being who they are than respect somebody for trying to pretend to be somebody else. And I say that again. <laughs> I will respect somebody for being who they are than someone who pretends to be someone they're not. And this is the issue. We get mad at the way we were raised. Your mother didn't know any better. We get raised and not understanding finances. Your parents didn't know how to, nothing about money. But we hold our parents accountable. We hold our parents accountable to knowledge they didn't know. Look at this. Let's just use a hypothetical scenario, right? Let's just say <clears throat> my mom and dad is born in Nigeria, right? I moved to the U.S. All oh, matter of fact, let's just say I'm the first generation American, right? This is hypothetical. Let's just say to understand finances, my parent needs to learn how to speak Spanish, right? For years, they were never given the information on how to speak Spanish. For years, they were never given the knowledge on how to speak Spanish. For years, they were never shown how to speak Spanish, right? Now, I'm the man. I'm older, right? There was no YouTube. There was no, there was no Google. Remember, your parents didn't have no YouTube. Your parents didn't have no Google. They didn't have none of this stuff, right? So now that I'm older, I don't know anything about finances. And I'm mad at the fact that my parents didn't speak the language of finances to teach me finances. But I'm mad now. And I'm blaming them for not being taught certain knowledges. And this is the world we live in. We all blame the world, but we never blame ourselves. Too many people blame the world and they never blame themselves. They don't see that. They're the ones that's causing the, the problems in their lives. Yo, you got to be accountable to something. When this thing is not promised, which is called tomorrow, yet and still, you playing with today like you know you're going to have a tomorrow. You're playing with today thinking you're going to have a tomorrow. I wake up every single day and take advantage of every day because I know I'm not promised tomorrow. And when I die, I want to say I left an impact on this world. This is my goal. So many people wake up every day playing with life, taking it for granted. And I'm going to tell you something. When you do that, you spit in God's face. You basically tell him, so what? Not telling him, thank you. When you wake up grateful, that means you're, you're, you're telling God, thanks, thank you. When you wake up happy, you're telling God, thank you. When you wake up satisfied, knowing I can go say hi to my mother today. 
That is a person that is thankful. That word grateful and thankful do not exist. Give thanks. Every day you wake up, I don't care if I'm in a poverty situation because I can wake up and fix it. I live in the great country of America where there's tons of opportunities. Let's call it what it is. I don't agree with everything that goes on in this country, but there's a lot of opportunities here. A lot. Meaning, quick scenario, young kid. Yo, Q, it's hard out here. I said, yo, how much money you paying bills? He said, nah, my parents paying bills right now for me. I ain't got no bills. I said, so, damn, you got a very easy situation. He goes, nah, man, I ain't got no job. I said, do me a favor. He said, what? I said, is your parents pressuring you for money? He said, no. So I said, oh, your parents don't pressure you for money? He said, no. I said, so do me a favor. He said, what? I said, let's give me your phone. He gave me his phone. I literally took out his phone and typed up FAFSA. Told him, yo. Fill out your FAFSA. Why don't you get back in school? He said, what'd you say? I said, why don't you get back in school? Oh, you got to understand, you know, I said, so you want certain things, right? But you don't want to make certain sacrifices for certain things. But you want certain things. What does that say about you? That means you're not willing to do what it takes to change your life. Some people, and I want you to get this, some people, want empathy, they want sympathy, and they want you to feel sorry for them. When you watch their life, they'll make all the poor choices, but yet and still don't want to be accountable to nothing they do wrong. They want you to feel sorry for them. They want you to talk, oh, oh, oh you know, this guy, he grew up with, a, with a, a bad situation. Come on, man, you're a grown man. Come on, my sister, you're a grown woman. No one makes you do nothing. Look at this. And I'm going to break it down like this. When you wake up every day, right, and you choose not to do anything with your life, and then you try to find somebody to blame, you're basically calling your life like a rape victim. A rape victim didn't have a choice, right? A rape victim didn't have a choice. But the, you had a choice. You're basically saying, and you're calling yourself to the equivalence of a rape victim, right? You got up, got high, smoke weed, waste your money. But you're going to blame society. So you're the rape victim. The woman or the man that was raped, they have no choice. That is no choice. Would you agree? That is no choice. The lack of choice is when you wake up every day knowing that you have life. You have breath. You can go do something. But you choose not to. Now you're going to play the rape victim. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself. And though I say this, tomorrow isn't promise. We need to wake up every day with some sense of urgency. And the word urgency meaning actively pursuing our greater selves. Every day we should wake up with a sense of urgency, actively pursuing our better selves. A guy said to me the other day, yo Q, I wish there were more people on here on TikTok like you. I said, I'm here. I said, support me. Why? Because I want to talk about nothing but positivity. We give all our energy to the negativity, then we wonder why we get so much more negativity. See, the problem is we, we, we entertain these things. We give these fools these platforms, and then we cry about it. But those who agree with me, let's run these likes up. I want to see more than 5,000. We have 5,000 likes. Let's run them likes up. Let's run them up. 
Y'all say y'all love me. Y'all want this content. Let's push it to their ears. Let's force so much positivity down their, down their throat that they mentally have no choice but to see it. Let's start supporting the real and stop supporting the fake. This is the issue. We give the platforms to the idiots and then we wonder why they behave like idiots because they have the platforms. I cannot compete with a person getting 200 likes to talk about something negative when I'm on here talking about something positive when no one wants to support it. There's a video. The guy said, yo, why you, why you, why you, ain't, why you ain't rich yet? He said, because you ain't sharing my stuff. Because you ain't sharing my stuff. You ain't pushing the content. More people need to hear this positivity than seeing somebody do a TikTok dance. It's enough of that. It's enough of that. We in a world where nothing is going to change unless we make dramatic changes. And I hold myself accountable because you guys support me. And while you're supporting me, I'm holding myself accountable to be a, a, a product of change, an example of change, uh, 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 everything towards change and helping people to become their better selves. I'm holding myself accountable. Not only that, I'm going to be working on myself every day. You know, sometimes in life you have to expect the unexpected. Meaning, things aren't going to always go the way you want. Sometimes in life, you have to be willing to accept the unaccepted. I mean, unexpected. Let me say that one more time. Sometimes in life, you have to be willing to expect the unexpected. Life happens whether you like it or not, right? Somebody lost their mother this morning. Somebody lost their father this morning. Somebody lost somebody they love, right? But the one thing about that is you cannot stop being yourself and chasing your better self. Because even though they passed away, right? God is still giving you life. So sometimes I tell myself from the people I lost, from a whole so, a totality standpoint, I tell myself every day, I want them to live through me. As God keep giving me breath, I want them to see that I'm living for them and I'm pushing his legacy forward. I'm going to be a product of change. I am the definition of reprogramming a mentality. That is me. My book on Amazon on Barnes and Nobles, it's called The Art of Reprogramming a Mindset. I am the art of reprogramming a mindset. My mentality changed because I started holding myself accountable. I went from saying this, I would have never been to jail if a dude didn't snitch on me, to saying this, I would have never went to jail if I never sold drugs. Which one is the accountability one? The accountability one is the blaming myself for making a poor decision. Until you start making those decisions, you're never going to change your life. As long as you keep playing the victim, you're going to always find an excuse to be a victim. As long as you keep playing the victim, you will always find a reasoning or excuse to be the victim. And this is what we look for. When you understand that being blessed with life every day is a blessing within itself, the biggest blessing that no one can buy, right? No one can buy it. When it was time for Steve Jobs to die, the guy who we all have Apple phones because of, money couldn't save him. It was time God called him home, right? So with that saying, always be grateful. Always be happy. Always never take life for granted. Never look at things for what they aren't. Look at things for what they are. 
being grateful. When I talk, right, I speak from a whole. I want people to understand. Let's stop pushing this narrative. And, and I'm going to say this on my podcast. Let's stop pushing the black-white narrative. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a God-fearing man, right? Let me say this again. Let's stop pushing the black-white narrative, right? Let's say right now, if I was generalized, there are racist everything. There's racist blacks, there's racist whites, there's racist everything. But I don't want to push that narrative anymore. You know why? Because some people just need prayer. They don't know any better. Most racist people were taught how to be racist, whether black, whether white, whether Hispanic, whether any other culture, Asian, everything else in between. They were taught like that. This is how they were taught. So they're only regurgitating what they were taught. For me, my mother, a very poor woman, right, taught me love. So all I know how to do is pour out love. I don't know anything other than that. I come from love. One thing my mother showed me what love looks like. And when I look back, love wasn't always about being happy. Love wasn't always about telling you what you want to hear. Love wasn't always about making you not feel bad. Let me say this one more time. Right? The love my mother taught me, right? Let me say this one more time. The love my mother taught me was love don't feel good all the time. Love don't always tell me what I want to hear, right? Love is not always supportive when they know you're doing something wrong, right? One thing about love that she showed me is that it doesn't waver and it's consistent and it will always be there whether good, bad, or indifferent. But it will tell you about yourself. True love will tell you about yourself. True love will support you when you're wrong, won't. Because they know you're wrong. Love don't always feel good. And that's what people need to understand. Because there are different factors and different facets of love. Right? There is something called tough love. And some people need tough love to wake up their old selves. And their better selves, rather. Some people need some tough love. They need to be told, you lazy. But it's coming from a love space. You can tell somebody something bad and it come from love. Do you believe that? You can tell somebody they're lazy and mean it with love. You can tell somebody they need to do better with their life and mean it with love. You can tell somebody not being a better, a good father and mean it with love. You can tell somebody they need to, to go do something with themselves and mean it with love. You can tell somebody they're not looking like their best self and mean it with love. Right? Every time you say something bad, it's not always bad. See, the problem is we're so uh, 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 emotionally unstable. A lot of us are very emotionally unstable. So anytime you tell somebody, whether it's coming from a good space or a bad space, the first thing they tend to do is become defensive. They don't want to hear it. And how do you fix something that you can't see is wrong? How can you fix what you can't see is wrong? The best person that can see you, right, is the person that's not inside your body. They can see you better than you can see yourself. But sometimes you can't see yourself. So sometimes you need people to tell you the truth. Yeah. So understand that. When you love somebody, it's not always about telling people what they want to hear. It's not always about being nice. 
It's not always about holding a hand, crossing streets. Sometimes, listen, when you love somebody, it's not always about telling people what they want to hear. It's not always about feeling good. It's not always about holding a hand, crossing the street. Sometimes love allows you to get hit. Sometimes love allows you to feel pain. Sometimes love allows you to crash. You know why? Because some people, in order for them to learn, they need tough love. Because they abuse you when you're not being tough on them. They abuse you. And they take it the wrong way. Some people need to delivery hard. Some people need to be told about themselves. Why? Because you, you can't see what's wrong with you. Somebody else may. Especially someone that loves you. So let's get out of our insecurities. And allow people to be able to tell us about ourselves. You know? Today I had a conversation with a young guy. And it was amazing. You know, <clears throat> I don't know him, but we know each other now. Good young man. And we're talking to him. I was very astonished we're having this conversation with him. And he's having relationship problems, typical. You know, nothing's abnormal. The one thing I've learned with having conversations with people, anybody that want to talk to me outside of TikTok one-on-one, you could book a, um, a session in my app. You know, you could book a session and we could, we could have a, a conversation one-on-one. I do one-on-one consultations. You can book it in my app, on my, my link tree, on my page. You can book it and we can have a conversation. Anyway, he booked me. We talked, you know, and I gave him my best advice. And the one thing I've noticed is most people want the best relationship, right? And they want the person to be a certain way, right? But a lot of us are very emotionally distressed, emotionally unstable. And what I've learned is we need to be more conscious of how we're behaving when we call ourselves leaders. You know, if you say to me that you want to be the man of the house, right? And as soon as the woman say things you don't want to hear, automatically you become the person you don't want to be. Self-control is the most prominent person when you look at a person, right, who if you said something bad about, they don't even flinch at it, and they could, that is a very strong person. See, I said to a guy yesterday, he got me very upset, right? And I want you to get this good. I said, I don't fear what I can do to you, right? I fear what God is going to do to me for what I'm going to do to you. Let me say that one more time. I said, I don't fear what I could do to you. I fear God for what he's going to do to me for what I can do to you. See, with power, with the word power comes responsibility, right? With the word power comes responsibility. And by God giving you power, you got to be mindful. If you're the leader of your home, lead accordingly, lead properly. Lead by example. Don't be the person that gets mad. And as soon as you get mad, the first thing you do is blame the world. I'm going to tell you something, right? I'm going to look at you. Self-control is the most soundest person you could ever meet. When you find this level, right, and the level you should be searching for in life, we look for financial security, right? 
We always searching for financial security. We always searching for love, right? We always searching for happiness. But the one thing I've noticed that I don't hear people say is something called mentally sane, sanity. What I noticed that I don't hear people say is find your levels where you are, you're happy with who you see every day. Some people need to learn how to find their better selves. You know, I create myself every day because I see myself in a certain position and I'm working towards becoming that. I don't hold myself accountable to the things that I didn't know any better. But now I do. I know what I'm doing wrong and what I'm doing right. I'm not a child, right? So whether a person gets you upset or not, you can't use that as an excuse to behave a certain way. Understand, tomorrow isn't promise. While you have today, better wrong you right your wrongs. And understand, everything you do or don't do will reflect your future. What you do will show. You are an example of all your decisions when you look at yourself. So I suggest you understand this. You are an example of all your previous decisions. And yet and still, most people won't blame themselves. They'll blame the world, right? They won't blame this to nobody else. They'll blame the world, right? Be humble. Our life will humble you. And I'm going to be honest. Sometimes, right, we try to save people. And we give them our hand. And we try to pull them up, right? But sometimes you got to understand, some people are going through their stage of karma. So you're trying to save somebody from their karma. This is what they've done to themselves. They didn't, no, no, you can't feel sorry for them. That's God's way of humbling them. God is humbling that person. He's putting them through something called trials and tribulations. Just know what it is. You can't do wrong and expect great things, right? We just got to call it what it is. So I'm going to say this before I get out of here today. Love on your sisters. Love on your brothers. And I want you to hear this really well before I get out of here. <clears throat> and I want everybody in my life to answer this, right? If God is my father, right, to my men, that makes me your what? If God is my father and God is your father, to my men, that makes you what? My spiritual brother, right? To my ladies, if God is your father and God is my father, right, that makes you my spiritual sister, right? I want to ask my man something. I want to ask my lady something before I get out of here. If God is my brother, right? I mean, God is my father and you're my brother. If I treat my brother bad, what father you know that would bless me for treating my brothers bad? Right? To my ladies, if God is your father and God is my father, what father do you know that would bless me for treating my sisters wrong? Let me say this one more time. If God is your father and God is my father, right? Ladies, why would God bless you for hurting your brothers? I don't know no one that gets blessed for doing negative to one of God's children. 
whether you agree or disagree with them. God won't bless you for hurting his kids. Just so you know that. Agree or disagree, it's how you feel. Truth of the matter is, God only bless those who bless others. And that's the truth. God will continue to bless those who bless others. Keep that in mind and be mindful how you treat other people. So I'm going to tell you something. I don't see you all, you don't see all, but God does. And don't let that go over your head.